the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hello, hello. You know what's kind of weird? I very lightly peruse through Facebook on very light occasion. And I was just telling my producer that I'm following his fiance. And I said, I go through this period where I like cyber stalk someone for like, I want to see everything that they publish for like a month. And then I like unfriend them. To me, it's kind of, I don't know, titillating. It's kind of, I don't know. You Anyway, I've got an ex-girlfriend who was literally like a great love of my life. I'm sure my sugar booger hates when I tell stories like this, but she was from 30 years ago. And she, um, after her and I went our separate ways, the princess went off to Australia to hang out with her prince, where they made lovely babies, three at a time. No, she didn't have triplets, but she had three kids, and it was, it's been great to reconnect through the years with her. And she's an amazing artist, and she's in Australia, and um, uh, she's you know got a nice husband. She's got good-looking kids. She's aged gracefully. I'm not going to say she's one that got away, but she was a top-notch influence in my life. I always look back at my exes and get, say, what did I learn? I look at my brothers and I go, what did I learn? I look at my father and go, what did I learn? My father was a raging alcoholic, but he was the type of alcoholic who wasn't fall down drunk. He was the kind of guy that would sit there and go through five or six bourbon and whiskeys, uh, bourbon and Cokes. And uh, he just got numb. But I look back and I, I see everything positive he did. I'm in a good position because of him. But it was a tough childhood. But... I'm in a good position because of him. Anyway, Judy, it was fun to see because she's been in Australia now for 25 years. and She was part of a documentary because she's an amazing watercolorist. Some of our best high school and college dates were we would draw each other kind of in the, in the buff. And it was very, very sexy. And I learned how to sketch and etch. And she taught me how to like do different uh, techniques. Taught me how to look at people with seeing lines. And I was like, ooh. So I became a pretty good sketcher, but she's amazing. And um, so she's in this documentary now on like how COVID affected a, a drawing painting group and how they're all getting back together slowly now. And it's feeling like getting back to normal and it's connecting with human beings. They don't have the models like they used to have, but they're still going out in nature and, you know, connecting with nature and seeing things that they didn't see before. She talked and she's got this cockney australian accent that i don't remember because she didn't have it when i knew her i know you're saying you need to stop cyber stalking that's against the law so i started the show with hello it's funny how quickly we're fooled by accents i work in radio and television and it is no secret that radio and television sometimes have some commercials that are a little sketchy like, this promises to cure your hemorrhoids. Take one pill a day and you'll have the strength of an alligator. I'm like, 
Is alligator strength considered good? I guess I'll take it. But the thing that always freaks me out, though, the telltale sign to me that it's don't pay attention to this commercial is the Australian accents. When you hear the Australian, good day, mate, do you feel like you don't got enough energy? And you're like, and you're saying that's the worst Australian accent I've ever heard. Probably true. But that's always my sign to run. So I started the show with an Australian accent. Maybe you should run. Not a lot of good stories today, but there's enough. Let's talk about them. We are waiting for earnings season. Yay! Earnings season. The put up or shut up time. The time to say, how did you do? What's interesting about this earnings season, it's going to be the last one that we had to compare with a normal economy. Pre-COVID. Interesting. So right now we're seeing Wall Street kind of chicken a little up. And what's working right now are energy, financials, and consumer discretionary. Things that didn't work in the last eight months, nine months. These are all working ahead of the vaccine-driven recovery in the global economy. Forecasts of additional large fiscal stimulus has got Wall Street going, you know what? We're not going to fall apart right now because we think the next administration and the next Congress is going to take a look around and see that Americans are struggling. More on that later. Forecast for additional stimulus, they're out there. And that should be enough to say that Wall Street shouldn't fall apart. Fourth quarter earnings begin later this week. My, how the year and time flies. Big banks typically kick things off. And every 90 days we go through this dance. And it's a great dance. It's the passe doble. I know you're saying, you're probably saying that wrong. Probably am. If I know my dance steps as well as I know my financials, let's just say I'd be on Dancing with the Stars. Fourth quarter earnings begin later this week. They're expected to be 12% lower than last year. That's not bad to me. All things considered, what the, the toll of the pandemic, like if you're just looking at earnings and not how many people have lost jobs, and not how many people have lost savings, and not how many. If you're just looking at earnings, down 12% is not bad. But because of that, what that tells me is a lot of people have been fired. Because I know I've shifted my behavior aggressively in the last 12 months. So vaccine distribution continues uninterrupted. Fiscal stimulus appears likely. Path to global economic recovery remains clear. There has to be an upward bias. I'm going to stand by that. That's my story. I'm sticking to it, officer. Boeing's 2020 aircraft cancellations worst on record, despite December max orders. They, too, will now go through a period of, hey, aren't those two crashes over? Aren't they recertified? Isn't the pandemic starting to open up flight? They, too, are going to go through this. They've got a lot of better days ahead as far as headline news goes. U.S. job openings fell in November, while layoffs mounted at restaurants and hotels amid rampant COVID-19 infections. 10-year treasury jumps to a 10-month high. All of these stories are painting to me a little bit of caution, but a little bit more optimism than caution. Walmart started a new mysterious fintech startup with Ribbit. Ribbit, Ribbit. Somehow it's going to be tied towards Robinhood and it's going to somehow help customers and employees. Walmart's had this fantasy dream for 30 years of we're going to offer banking services. So you get your job, you get your paycheck on every two Fridays 
and you're going to go from Ruby Tuesdays, I'm a waitress at Ruby Tuesdays, I'm going to Walmart, and they'll cash your check for you, because guess what? You're in their store now. So something's going on with Walmart. They don't just want to do retail. It's like Amazon just doesn't want to do delivery. They want to do healthcare and groceries. It's good to be a vertically inspired company. That's why I think Shopify and FedEx should get together because FedEx doesn't do what Shopify does and Shopify doesn't do what FedEx does. Banking is kind of a vertical for Walmart. And I say good to them. Americans spent a record online over 2020 holidays. Holiday shopping grew 32% year over year. $188 billion in the United States alone. Gunmaker stocks are rocking and rolling due to A. What's A? Oh, Trump supporters are buying more weapons to overtake the world. Or B, Americans are concerned about civil unrest and are, are prepping themselves with weapons. Or C, all the above, or D, none of the above. I'm guessing it's C. I did okay on the S&P, uh, on the S&Ps. <laughs> it's been a while since I've taken college prep courses. No? That's hilarious. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Uh, I'll tell you my score later in the show. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So another way of looking at the stock market is the market of stocks. Let's go shopping. Yesterday, energy was strong. Today, energy strong again. Healthcare and financials also finished higher. Consumer discretionary communications, real estate lost yesterday. There's some crazy stories. Crypto crashed. Bitcoin broke back to 30,000 while Ethereum dropped below 1,000. Where will the next crypto crack lead us to? Place your bets. Crocs crossed $70 a share. Closed an all-time high. Crocs! I'm not talking about like crocodiles with lasers who go around and take down capital buildings. I'm talking about the company that makes the shoes made out of like rubber or some sort of resin. I couldn't believe it myself. Last year, Justin Bieber came out with a special edition, limited edition pair of Crocs. Super comfortable shoes. I consider them boating shoes. You probably call them sandals or flops or something like that. Um, sold out within minutes of him announcing it on Instagram. That's crazy. Travis Scott did the same thing. Crazy. So Crocs are, you can still make money. What I want you to learn about Crocs is it's a plastic mold, essentially. It ain't that hard to figure it out. It's not like they're putting semiconductors and a lot of technology into those things. Just so you know, it's, it's a low-cost product, and that's where you start learning about margins. Lordstown Motors chugged up 23% yesterday. They showed off a really good-looking all-electric pickup truck. Look, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. That could be a problem down the road for Tesla. Tesla's had the EV cool market all to themselves. 
Yes, they've had to deal with the EV market from Toyota and the Prius. Not cool. The Chevy Bolt, not cool. Who will compete with Tesla? They're going to have to be cool. Penn National Gaming popped through 100 for the first time ever. Uh, I've told you about Penn National Gaming and DraftKings. I'm not proud of it. They're gambling casino type plays, but they're all tied towards sports betting. And I've seen mayors like Mayor Cuomo out of New York go, not mayor, governor. Um, online gambling's bad. We don't need it in the state. You stay out. You get, you get online gambling. And then a pandemic hits and he's like, good boy. Come here, online gambling. Come here, boy. Let me rub your belly. Penn National and DraftKings have a ways to go. Because every state's going to be looking for taxable income. And one area that's easy are you degenerate sports gamblers. You degenerate alcoholics. You degenerate smokers. Whatever sin it is, it's easy to tax because we as a society call them degenerates. Even though they're not, they're good people. They just like things that aren't good for you, maybe. Those both have ways to go. And Penn National Gaming, they do a lot of horse races. Um, They've got a big exposure to Bleacher Report, which I'm not into sports that much. But it's kind of like... What ESPN is to baby boomer, uh, to Generation X. I'm Generation X and I grew up on, on SportsCenter until I got to the point of like, well, I don't play for the team, so why am I watching this? Um, but Bleach reports for millennials and they love it. Well, they love it, love it, love it, love it. And they'll, Bleach Report, unlike ESPN, ESPN's serious journalism. Tiger Woods had an affair. Let's put, the, well, ESPN's gotten a little bit sloppy about their serious journalism now. Or I guess that's HBO Max who's got the Tiger Woods. They have an interview, a two-parter. It's not quite like the Michael Jordan ESPN docuseries. But the Tiger Woods one, they, they got the, the uh, mistress out, in, uh, out of Vegas. When I say mistress, I'm not talking like mistress, mistress. I'm talking about like the madam, the, the one who like had a prostitute ring. And she's like, I love Tiger. When he was with me, he would eat cereal and he'd be happy. Unlike when he was with his wife. I made him happy. And for that minute, he was all mine. <laughs> I'm like, uh, good reporting there, HBO Max. Lemonade leapt 14%. It's up 53% in the last three days. They do online insurance or something like that, to say the least. If I'm a, an insurance broker, I would look at Lemonade and go, I might be thinking about another career soon. If that stock is telling me something, Just throwing it out there for you. I don't know. I just, I, I heard the insurance brokers yell at me right there. In unison, they yelled at me. They were like, rubble, 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 rubble. You need a, a human being to like really get to know the person. And there's truth in that. But there's also truth that I've used Geico and they use call centers and I'm comfortable with Geico. I use USAA and they use call centers. And I'm comfortable with that. I don't need a human agent knocking on my door. Well, Mr. Black, I see that you got a child on the refrigerator. So I used to say something kind of dark, warning, darkness coming. I'd say like, if you're gonna work with a financial planner and insurance agent and invite them over to your home and put like pictures of children in a wheelchair and pictures with kids with crutches and like say, yes, I've got a lot of disabled children. I adopt children every month. Please don't hurt me with your financial products. <laughs> like play guilt trip. 
which does bring up an interesting thing that I never talk about because it's dark. It's not something comfortable. It's uncomfortable to talk about. Uh, people with disabilities, you need to do a different type of financial plan. Women tend to live longer than, my, than men. My mom has outlived my father by 20 plus years. 23, 24 now. They need a different financial plan than a man. I tend to say you need a million dollars to generate $40,000 a year of income in retirement. That's not still true because interest rates have dropped so much. You need more than a million to generate 40000 But if you have a special needs member in your family, and I know many, woman down the street, she lives with a brother who's physically and mentally retarded, like he is not in good shape. He's still alive. Her mother's got cancer. So the mother was the primary caregiver. She's going to become the primary caregiver. And that's expensive. Her financial plan needs to be a little bit different than, say, my financial plan. And people with no kids, they need to have a little bit different financial plan than, say, I do. So we're all different. That's the, one of the flaws of this show. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Can you believe 2021 is already 4 to 5% over? And it only took six days to say... Uh, 2021 may be worse than 2020 when the Capitol building got raided. I know, I know. We got to let that one go, or do we? So we're going to get a new $600 stimulus check. It's starting to hit from Uncle Sam, and it's going to fuel January spending boom at retailers. Big names like Lululemon, Crocs, Zumier, and others have come out this week with much better than expected fourth quarter results, and they're talking a little bit about you know, how retail's playing out. Uh, seeing anything upbeat in retail stock world right now, it's, it's, it's a shock. So if you're not Amazon, like everyone else, you're a little bit shocked on people scaring a fresh $600 stimulus check, probably aren't buying five pairs of $120 pair of yoga pants. So Lululemon's given us something to say about wealthier households. Zoomier. They make skater and surfwear, which I assure you, I look pretty stupid in skatewear. Surfwear, I'm cool. I, I rock the board shorts nicely. For the record, never been up on a surfboard. But anyone wants to trade surfboard lessons for stock lessons, I might be in. Boot Barn, ticker symbol boot, B-O-O-T. They said same store sales rose 4.6%. Online sales up 16.3%. So cowboys are buying boots online. Shocking. 10-year treasury is making a bit of a move. I throw that not out, not to say sell, 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 just to say have an idea of what's going on in the world. 10-year treasury sits at 1.179, almost 1.8%. Cheap money. Fuel speculation, right? Boeing limps into 2021 with more 737 MAX cancellations. Walmart's starting to pilot the smart box technology for grocery delivery. Job openings fall in the month of November. Layoffs have risen. Hmm. Sheldon Adelson, one of the biggest billionaire conservative 
financiers of elections dead. And actually, that's kind of shocking the way you said that. Dead at 87. Um, uh, he contributed about 75 million to a super PAC affiliated with Trump. And it just, one of the, pro- not one of the problems, our lobbyists and our abilities to fund elections has grown in exponential magnitude. And it kind of sucks because this nation once was, and again, I'm not a founding father, but at one point in time, our Congress didn't have 300 employees on the payroll. They went to Washington, like they left the farm and said, Martha, you can take care of the farm while I'm in Washington. And they didn't have staffers. They didn't have like scandals. Well, they probably had scandals. Take a look at the markets today. Yesterday was down. We had five up days, one down day. Today, we're kind of slightly higher, but it's not convincing. We're getting into earnings season. That's where we're going to see a little bit more, in my opinion. Um, U.S. government should consider regulating social media algorithms. So says Twilio's CEO. Oh, boy. Have we ever seen the government do a great job at anything? Have we? We've seen them procure $600 hammers, $3,000 toilets. It doesn't seem to make much sense to me, but let's just say I'm sarcastic and not optimistic. Despite stimulus checks, fewer than four in 10 Americans could pay off an expense, an emergency expense of $1,000. We're dipping into our savings. This means millions of households enter the winter months with less financial flexibility, even as the pandemic rages on. We now have more cases with a more infectious version of COVID and we're letting our guard down. At Thanksgiving and Christmas, I was on a walk yesterday. I know you're saying, well, that's not mighty nice of you. It's more of a stroll than a walk. Was I in a stroller? No, but I think adult strollers would sell well. I know you're saying you are an entrepreneur through and through. About 90 million Americans and almost four in 10 reported that they're somewhat or very difficult to pay their household bills in usual manners. Hmm. There's an extra $300 in extra jobless aid, which is going to expire in mid-March. Vaccines aren't likely to be widely distributed until summer. So guess what's coming down the road, ladies and gentlemen? We, we're exhausting our savings. ain't going to go far. And the unemployment extra perk, which was 600, got reduced to 300, is now sitting at going to expire mid-March. We're going to get more stimulus. I'm not 100% positive on that. Will it be in the form of infrastructure or will it be in the form of paychecks? Will it be in form of wiping out student aid debt? Which I feel mixed emotions about. I paid off my student loan debt. I can't sit there and go, well, people should have taken on the debt. It, it's, it is something they took on. And again, my voice, it doesn't really matter. And I know that. I hope something will be passed on to you right now. If you've got children who are 12, 13, 14, consider if you're going to send them to college, send them to a community college for two years and then let them transfer into any school that they want after they've shown that they're serious. 
when I was 18, 19 years old, I, I saw some of the most horrid. I, I was a student athlete, um, which is kind of funny. But I saw some crazy stuff the first two years of college that I didn't need to see. I should have been studying. First day of college, I walked down the dormitory hall, and it's like 2 in the morning. And at the distance, I'm, I, can, I can see close pretty well, but at distances, I start to lose something. I saw someone crouching down at the end of the hall. As I got closer, I could see it was a female. And like uh, 60 yards becomes 50 yards, 50 yards becomes 40 yards, 40 yards becomes 30 yards. I'm like, she's crying. She's upset. She's squatting down. And then I'm 20 yards out, and I see that there's a bodily function coming out of her rear end. She was so drunk, she was pooping in the hallway. This was like my second day at college. I'm like, woo! Good God, I didn't need to see that yet. Think about her. She was supposed to be studying and sleeping and getting ready for classes, and she was just messed up out of her mind. Send your kids to, to community college for two years and then say, any college you want to go to, I'll pay for. Get them a little seasoned. See if they're truly academically oriented. Don't send them to college for two to four years on, like, you're going to be a poetry major because they don't know what else. You're not. Okay, see, now I'm imbibing my wisdom upon you and I shouldn't. Do whatever you want. How about your 401k? Let's talk 401k. We are basically at the first pay period of the year, right? Every two weeks you get paid. So maybe you got paid on the 8th or you're going to get paid on the 15th. Your 401k is the most magical thing you can do. I was talking to my producer today. He's a younger man than me. He's like, I'm going to start that Acorns today. I'm like, good for you. Acorns is an app on your phone that you can link a bank account to or credit cards to. And it'll automatically, if you link a bank account to it, it'll like if you want to put $25 in every Friday, it'll put it into your retirement account or your savings account. I say use your company's 401k and use Acorns on a, as a separate account. But again, we're all different. I don't know where you are in your life. Your 401k, you should not use it if your, 401, if your company doesn't match. Plus, if the options in it are all annuities or some sort of junk pro product that is expensive and comes with higher administrative fees. Plus, there's very few limited choices. So I would prefer you use your 401k because it's a way of not paying federal tax. You still pay your state tax. You still pay some of your payroll taxes. But your dollar goes a lot farther when you're not paying your 20% bracket or 25% bracket or whatever bracket you're in. You're saving pure money. And then it grows tax deferred, which means if you're at a fund that goes up and say maybe a fund manager sells, you're not paying the capital gains on it. Well, let's say you, in your 401k you buy Apple stock and it doubles and you're like, I'm going to sell half and keep the, let the other half ride. You're not paying capital gains. And then in theory, when you're old and gray, it'll come out at a lower tax bracket. 401ks, I can't say definitively everyone should do them because you may work for the company sponsored by 666, the devil, and they have just a bad plan. And you're like, my my CEO, Louis Cipher, he, he's really, well, he doesn't give us a lot of health care and he doesn't give us a good 401k. And I'm like, Louis Cipher, you mean Lucifer? Dun, dun, dun. He's got your soul. Yeah, 401ks are typically great ideas, but I have to put a caveat in that statement on occasion. You kind of got to do a little bit more work. Make sure that you don't have a bad 401k plan. They're few and far between. 
I've rarely met a 401k plan that I don't like. Now, again, 401k is great. If you're a school teacher, it might be a 403b. You might have like a thrift savings plan if you're a government worker. Any sort of alternative way to save for retirement, I'm going to say out of those th those three that I mentioned, they're the good ones. Don't go with like, I'm going to go buy, you know, uh, a chicken that makes golden eggs. That would be great if it existed. But don't get too speculative with the way you want to save for retirement. Go with some of the old tried and trues. I'm Roberto Negro. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Guess what? I'm Rob Black. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Gun stocks. El bandito. Pistolero. That's what I think of when I think gun stocks. Like, I need a just a big old wrap of bullets that I can throw around my shoulders like right off at the sunset as a cowboy. I'm not a gun guy. I'm not saying they're good or bad. I totally get everyone's rights. I'm not against it. I'm not probably for automatic weapons, but that's just me or bazookas or tanks. You know, my dad was a tank commander in his second tour of duty in Vietnam. In his first, he was an intelligence officer and he counted bodies and ammunition weird to think of uh what he must have seen different time right the firearm sales reached an all-time high in 2020 as americans anticipated the possibility of additional gun control measures under joe biden okay that tends to happen it tends to be a regular story democrats are gonna take your guns away better go out and get the fbi background check now because He's going to take office in how many days? Pull out the abacus, left, right, tink, 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 tink. Um, um, probably a day one, he won't be able to get the gun sales blocked, but maybe day two. So people are rushing in now. And it's the weirdest economic indicator. You know, my favorite economic indicator is first-time unemployment claims. No, 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 no. It's the first Friday of the month, not every Thursday, the first uh, unemployment claims. But the first Friday of every month is the jobs report. And this is my belief, if Americans have jobs, that they spend their money. I know that sounds like an odd one. I was once speaking to a secretary of state and he was like, hey, if we got everyone in the world to have jobs, there would probably be less terrorism and violence. Like, really? He goes, yeah, the have-nots are easier to radicalize versus the haves. And I'm like, Got it. Firearm sales reached an all-time high in 2020 as Americans anticipated the possibility of additional gun controls. Um, this is fascinating. Shares of Vista Outdoor. Think of Vista as the big Vista. Sturm Ruger, Smith & Wesson. All of them increased after Wednesday's attack on the Capitol building. Which, it's not irony, but it is interesting to note that Trump said automatic 10-year sentence for anyone who defaces a federal building. In theory, everyone you're seeing arrested today is going to go to jail for 10 years mandatory. In theory. 
but I don't know how that plays out, or I don't know. I am not a judge. I did watch a lot of episodes of People's Court and have a great pitch, and I've, I've written a couple screenplays on it. I know you're saying, really or not really? I've written the idea down, so don't steal it. I've got a great pitch for Disney+. Plus. It's about a little seven-year-old girl who's she becomes an orphan and she passes her time in grief. All she does is watch Judge Judy all day long, nonstop. And, um, you know, Judge Judy is like, don't pee on my leg and say it's raining. And then this little girl grows up to be an attorney. I know you're saying, well, you could do the early years. You could do the later years. You could like, there's, there's kind of a combination thing going on. And I know you're saying, genius, Rob, genius. I bet even Judge Judy would be behind this. I think you're saying you've got too much time on your hands. COVID's locked you down for too long. You're loco with the cocoa. But anyway, Smith Wesson up 12%. Vista Outdoors up 10%. Sturm Ruger up 4%. Um, these are all big stories. I don't know how much I want to talk about gun sales. Like, you could invest in gun sales. That's the craziest part about Wall Street. If your kid plays video games and he's a fat oopa loopa child with type two diabetes because he doesn't get out, and yet you're watching your Judge Judy or your soap operas while your kid's in back skipping out on Zoom calls to school and playing video games, you can invest in video games. But gun sales reached sales of uh, gun sales reached 23 million, up from the previous record of 16.6 million in 2016. Whoa, more and more Americans are purchasing more and more guns. I don't know how I feel about that. It's interesting, as a father, probably the worst thing you can ever think about is your son dying early. The idea of burying a child before you die is absurd. It's non-logical. I'm a big logic guy. I used to teach my logic professor in college tricks. Like, I'm good at logic. And it's the one thing logically that doesn't make sense. Everything else can logically I can make sense of, but burying a child, it, it's got to be the ultimate grief. So I, I, I've got very mixed feeling about gun sales. The idea of my child being hurt by a gun or hurt by a drunk driver, Tesla's trying to take care of the drunk driver angle with automated driving, self-driving cars. I like that. Um, the gun sales is a problem. I live in a county where maybe eight years ago, nine years ago, some kid brought a sword to school. I know, odd choice of weapons if you're going to try to kill other students. He brought a sword to school. One of my friends is a principal, and uh, one of her teachers tackled the guy. I'm like, whoa, that's a lot to process. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, more. So... Capital riots equal higher gun sales, which are publicly traded investments. There's so much to look around and see that you can buy and sell. And I, I almost encourage you to think about it. But I'm going to leave that up to you. Consult a broker for to get an action on any stocks ever mentioned. I'd prefer you go with a diversified portfolio versus a story stock. But you see where I'm going. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. <laughs> 